Hello and you're very welcome to another episode of Poems for the Speed of Life. If this is your first time here, I'm thrilled to have you. You're very welcome and I hope that this is a rewarding experience for you. If you're a repeat listener, I'm so grateful that you've chosen to come back and listen again to another episode of Poems for the Speed of Life. Your time is your most precious asset and I want to make sure that the time here is rewarding for you. And so for a limited number of episodes right now, I'm doing a slightly experimental format for this show. The format for this show for much of its existence, for almost all of its existence, going back to 2022, has been to introduce and read one poem each weekday. That format is changing slightly for this experimental phase for a number, a small number, a limited number of shows just to see how this goes down. And the experimental format is not to introduce the poem, but to read it through twice and then explain a little bit about what it's doing here, why I chose it, why I chose to read it, what messages or meaning it has communicated to me, and an invitation to you to draw your own messages and draw your own meaning from the poem, because that is the point of poetry. It communicates in slightly different ways to all of us and slightly different ways to each of us at different times in our lives. Today's poem is The Work of Happiness by May Sarton. I thought of happiness, how it is woven out of the silence in the empty house each day, and how it is not sudden and it is not given, but is creation itself like the growth of a tree. No one has seen it happen, but inside the bark, another circle is growing in the expanding ring. No one has heard the root go deeper in the dark, but the tree is lifted by this inward work and its plumes shine and its leaves are glittering. So happiness is woven out of the peace of ours and strikes its roots deep in the house alone. The old chest in the corner, cool waxed floors, White curtains softly and continually blown as the free air moves quietly about the room. A shelf of books, a table and a whitewashed wall. These are the dear, familiar gods of home. And here the work of faith can best be done. The growing tree is green and musical. For what is happiness but growth in peace? The timeless sense of time when furniture has stood a life's span in a single place. And as the air moves, so the old dreams stir, the shining leaves of present happiness. No one has heard, thought, or listened to a mind. But where people have lived in inwardness, The air is charged with blessing and does bless. Windows look out on mountains and the walls are kind. The Work of Happiness by May Sarton I thought of happiness, how it is woven out of the silence in the empty house each day and how it is not sudden and it is not given, but is creation itself like the growth of a tree. No one has seen it happen, but inside the bark, another circle is growing in the expanding ring. No one has heard the root go deeper in the dark, 
but the tree is lifted by this inward work and its plumes shine and its leaves are glittering. So happiness is woven out of the peace of ours and strikes its roots deep in the house alone. The old chest in the corner, cool waxed floors, white curtains softly and continually blown as the free air moves quietly about the room. A shelf of books, a table, and a whitewashed wall. These are the dear familiar gods of home, and here the work of faith can best be done. The growing tree is green and musical. For what is happiness but growth in peace? The timeless sense of time when furniture has stood a life's span in a single place. And as the air moves, so the old dreams stir the shining leaves of present happiness. No one has heard thought or listened to a mind, but where people have lived in inwardness, the air is charged with blessing and does bless. Windows look out on mountains and the walls are kind. May Sarton was a Belgian-American writer who was born in Belgium, in Ghent, in 1912 and died in Maine in the US in 1995. I confess this is the first and only, so far, poem that I have read by May Sarton. And I think that this talks about something truly important. We hear often of those words from the American Constitution or Declaration of Independence, I can't remember which. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And it often strikes me that those first two are sort of given and understood, life and liberty, but that the third, happiness, isn't, but must instead be pursued And I think the interesting thing about that is that the pursuit can be everlasting and never-ending. If we are pursuing something forever, how will we know when we have it? A number of years ago, I delivered a TED talk or a TEDx talk in Dublin, in Ireland, and I titled it The Pursuit of Happiness. And I talked about that word, happiness, because I think In many ways, it is our North Star in our lifetime. Every little decision, conscious or unconscious, is taken in order to maximize our own happiness. Even if we don't know that that's what we're doing. Now what is it that adds up to happiness? Is it pleasure? Is it joy? Is it peace of mind? Is it some variation of all those things? I'm not sure. And in a strange way, happiness is most easily defined by its absence. We know when we are unhappy much more clearly than we know when we are happy. This poem by May Sarton is so full of depth on this subject. For May Sarton, happiness is the quiet 
and the stillness and the solitude of home. And maybe that word home is the essence of happiness. And home does not need to be a house or even a specific place, perhaps. For May Sarton, it does seem to be. She has that line in the final of the three stanzas that goes, the timeless sense of time when furniture has stood a life's span in a single place. So happiness here is, for May Sarton at least, the long years and decades of home and how happiness has grown over those years. She describes it multiple times as like the growth of a tree. She compares happiness to the slow and silent growth of a tree. She says in the first lines that happiness is woven out of the silence in the empty house each day. How it's not sudden and not given, but is creation itself, like the growth of a tree. If it is not sudden, and if it is not given, if it is indeed creation itself, is it ever something that we can grasp? Or is it something that we must only uncover or wait for? I'm not sure, but there's plenty here to love in the rhythm of the lines, in the quiet, in the silence, in the beauty. Maybe the line that stopped me in my tracks the most is that first line of that third stanza. For what is happiness but growth in peace? That made me think. For what is happiness but growth in peace? It suggests to me that happiness is growth, but not growth alone. And happiness is peace, but not peace alone. But those two things together, compared again to a tree, to the way the tree grows in peace. And what is growth in peace for human beings? What is growth and what is peace and what is growth in peace? I'm not sure, and I suspect, like so many things, it will be different for all of us. But if we can find growth, and if we can find peace, and maybe just as importantly, if we can identify the things that are preventing our growth, and the things that are disturbing our peace, and do whatever we can to diminish or even eradicate those factors well then happiness should be ours. And your happiness or my happiness might be completely different to the quiet house of May Sarton's happiness. But that if we can find that growth in peace, that could be the key to the door for the thing that rules our every moment. The thing that is our guiding light, which is our own happiness. Thank you for listening. Again, this format of me trying to identify why I've chosen a poem and ad-libbing my response after reading it twice is a new format and maybe a bit of an uncomfortable format for me. But I'd love to hear what you think. If you're listening on the Spotify app, find that 
what did you think of this episode question. Or if you prefer email, please email me at shane at shanebreslin.com. Thank you once again for listening. And I'll see you again next time on Poems for the Speed of Life.